To make a donation, visit biblicallycorrectpodcast.org slash donate. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for your support. I believe in Jesus, but I'm not a Christian. Welcome to the Biblically Correct Podcast. Shalom, y'all. This is the Biblically Correct Podcast, teaching biblical correctness in a biblically incorrect world. My name is Kevin Jeffrey. I'm a Jewish follower of the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, and I love teaching the scriptures. If you believe in Jesus, you're a Christian. Everybody knows that. I mean, what could be more simple? Christians are people who believe in Jesus Christ, obviously. So for me to claim to be a Jesus follower, yet to deny being a Christian, makes me either disingenuous or delusional. It calls into question either my faith or my motives, maybe even both. But what if there's a legitimate, biblically-based reason for a Jewish follower of Messiah to not identify as a Christian? What if I can legitimately believe in and give my life to Yeshua, yet also retain my identity as a Jew? Now, biblically speaking, if I were to call myself Christian, it would actually support my Jewishness. Because up to and including the first decade after Yeshua's resurrection, nearly all of his followers were Jewish, not Gentile. And even a quarter of a century later, there were many tens of thousands among the Yehudim, the Jews, who believed and all were zealous for the Torah. Acts chapter 21, verse 20. And during that whole time, according to the New Testament, there's no evidence of Gentiles who were called Christian. Contrary to popular belief, only the Jewish believers, the tens of thousands who were zealous for the Torah, appear to have been considered Christians, at least for a while. In Acts chapter 11, for example, speaking about the Jewish believers who were scattered abroad because of persecution by their fellow Jews, it says in verses 19 through 20 that some of them traveled as far as Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews and the Hellenists, meaning Jews who were assimilated into Greek culture. Then in verse 26, it says, And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. The only disciples who were in Antioch at that time seemed to be Jews. Then in Acts 26, 28, Paul, a Jew, was testifying about the Messiah before King Agrippa, also a Jew, when the king says to him, In a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And finally, in the first letter from Peter, which is explicitly addressed to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion, meaning persecuted Jews, it says in chapter 4, verse 16, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. So in the biblical record, the name Christian appears to only have been applied to Jewish believers. Only later did it also apply to Gentiles. The word Christian, then, comes from the Greek word Christianos, which itself comes from the word Christos, or Christ, meaning anointed one. It's the same word used throughout the Septuagint, the Jewish translation of the Tanakh into Greek, and it translates the Hebrew word Mashiach, from which we get the word Messiah. So Christ is just the Greek translation of Messiah. The name Christian, then, just like other Greek words used in Judaism, such as synagogue and afikomen, look it up, doesn't imply anything anti-Jewish, but simply means one who is like or follows Christ. Or put more Jewishly, he is Meshichi, Messianic. In other words, 
a Messiah follower. And whether or not you believe that Messiah is Yeshua, what could be more Jewish than following our long-awaited, prophesied Messiah? So of all the ways we could biblically define Christian, the one thing it has nothing to do with is whether or not a Jew who believes in Yeshua is still a Jew. Again, when the first Jewish believers were being called Christians, many tens of thousands of them were zealous for the Torah. So if there's nothing inherently anti-biblical about Jews being called Christians, then what's the big deal? Why not just admit I'm a Christian? Why not avoid the confusion and friction it causes with some of my fellow believers when I claim a faith in Christ, but not the label of Christian? Now, I'll grant you that there's a superficial aspect of it all. What you call me or what I call myself doesn't change who I am or what I believe. It's my actions and beliefs that define me, not my label or name. But on the other hand, words have meaning. And what you or I understand the word Christian to mean, regardless of how the Bible defines it, affects how we perceive and interact with someone who calls themselves Christian. And that's the core of the issue. Because while the biblical definition of Christian remains the same, which I agree and identify with, the cultural definition of Christian, the way that different segments of society understand it, has completely changed. Since the word Christian was first used to describe Jewish believers 2,000 years ago, it was quickly adopted by what would become the Gentile-dominated world religion of Christianity, which has generally had an uncomfortable, if not antagonistic, relationship toward the Jewish people. How ironic and deeply troubling it is, then, that the Christian religion, dedicated to the Jewish Messiah, would have a long history of alienating and persecuting the very people to whom they owe a spiritual debt. As Yeshua says in Yochanan, John 4.22, salvation is from the Jews. From a Jewish perspective, then, it should be obvious how such a history would complicate Jewish people's relationships, not just with Christians, but with other Jews who believe in Yeshua. It was at the hands of Christians that Jews were forced to convert to Christianity during the Spanish Inquisition. It was at the hands of Christians that Jews were sent to the gas chambers in Auschwitz and Dachau. Now, if you're a Christian, you can disavow such people and their evil, horrific actions, but it doesn't change the fact that they still call themselves Christians. So this long historical context is a big part of why it's so inconceivable for most Jews to even consider believing in Yeshua. And this, in turn, casts Jewish believers in a negative light. A Jew who is a Christian may be perceived and defined by other Jews as a traitor to his people, a collaborator who aligns himself with those who have historically sought to destroy Jewish lives. But of course, it's also much more than that. The Jewish rejection of Yeshua is an ancient one, clearly documented in the New Testament. Then, after the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, the believers were declared sectarians and heretics by the only remaining Jewish sect, the Pharisees, the forerunners of rabbinic Judaism. So, an aversion to Jewish believers is built into the Jewish religion and culture. Then, when you add the new Gentile religion of Christianity on top of that, a religion that oppressed and persecuted you, the chasm becomes virtually impassable. A Jewish Christian, then, is now not simply a traitor to his people and his faith, but a walking contradiction. He's following another God altogether. 
Because even though Christianity rightly maintains that it's a monotheistic religion, that there's only one true God, the God of Israel, the doctrine of the Trinity and the biblical mystery of Yeshua's dual nature as both God and man make Christianity's claim of monotheism extremely difficult for a Jew to accept. Now, you would think that the idea of following a foreign Gentile God would be the biggest objection that Jews have today to the concept of a Jewish Christian. But I don't think it is. Unless we're talking about the Orthodox, which are around 10% of all Jews, if you come home and tell your Jewish parents that you're now a Buddhist or an atheist, they don't disown you and tell you you're no longer a Jew. But that's exactly what you get in a Jewish home when you say you're a Christian. I remember when I was about 19 or 20 years old, after I first became a believer, I had told my family that I was a born-again Christian. I didn't know anything at that time about the concept of Messianic Jews. And one time, my grandparents, my mom's parents, came to visit me at work and took me out to lunch for some bagels and locks, actually. Now, my dad was raised Orthodox and my mom was raised conservative, but they're both atheists, so I was raised with a secular Jewish identity. But my grandfather was the only one out of all four of my grandparents who maintained an active life in the synagogue. And I remember during that lunch, my grandfather just sobbing and asking me, why do you have to be Christian? Why can't it be anything but Christian? Now, why did he say that to me? He wasn't overly concerned about my faith in God because it apparently didn't matter to him if I was a religious Jew or not, just as long as I specifically wasn't a Christian. The reason he said that was because to him, as it is with many other Jews, a Jew becoming a Christian is more than just being a traitor to Israel. It's more than leaving the faith and believing something that allegedly isn't Jewish. His concern was that to be a Christian meant I would no longer be a Jew, that I would now be a Gentile. And that's the worst thing that a Jew can do. And my grandfather wasn't wrong. Other than persecution, there's definitely a case to be made for assimilation into an un-Jewish culture and religion being the ultimate destroyer of the Jewish people. I mean, there aren't that many of us. Jews make up less than 0.2% of all people on the planet. After 3,500 years, there are still only about 15 million Jews right now, and we lost 6 million of us during the Holocaust. It's taken us three quarters of a century just to get almost back to where we were. So when a Jew decides to worship in a Christian setting and live a Christian lifestyle of going to church, celebrating Christian holidays, changing the way you look, the way you talk, what you eat, and associating less with other Jews and more with other Christians, what you can generally expect to get is a Jew who then marries a non-Jew, raises their children as non-Jews, and at least by the next generation, that family has little to no Jewish connection or identity. It's a soft Jewish extermination through assimilation and intermarriage. That's what my grandfather feared for me, for my future children, and for the future of the Jewish people. When a Jew chooses to believe in Jesus, it means that he's undergone a significant and deep change in outlook, worldview, and relationship with God. And when he then immerses himself in religion and way of life, that not only doesn't encourage him to remain connected to his Jewishness, 
but actively discourages it through culture and theology, it's an even greater threat to retaining that Jewishness than it would be to assimilate into some other religion or just society in general. Anything but Christian is going to be largely ambivalent toward my being Jewish and maintaining that identity. And this is why Jews define me as a Christian. Because from their point of view, I've left my people and my faith, and now I'm no longer a Jew. And the irony is that Christians totally agree. From the Christian perspective, in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek. Christians have replaced Israel as God's chosen people. I've left the Jewish religion for the Christian religion, and now I'm no longer a Jew, but a Christian. So just like my grandfather had wished I were anything but Christian, most Christians look at me and wish I were anything but Jewish. Are you a Korean Christian? No problem. An Arab Christian? No sweat. But a Jew? Oh, you're not a Jew anymore. You're a Christian. Can you imagine saying that to anyone of any other ethnicity? But what Christians don't realize, or Jews for that matter, is that being Jewish and practicing Judaism aren't the same thing. The faulty assumption is that one's relationship to Judaism is the standard for determining who is a Jew. But just because a Jew puts Yeshua ahead of Judaism, as the Apostle Paul did, that doesn't mean he's leaving his Jewishness any more than he's leaving his God. On the contrary, a Jewish believer's Jewishness, his being a Jew, relates directly to his unique calling, purpose, and identity in Messiah. Because despite how Christianity appropriates it, it is Jewish believers who are collectively the fulfillment of what God spoke to Israel in Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 through 6. And now, if you will listen absolutely to my voice, then you will have guarded my covenant and will have been to me a distinctive treasure more than all the peoples. And you, you are to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Peter quotes the same passage to his Jewish audience in 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen ancestry, a kingdom of Kohanim, priests, a holy ethnicity, a people treasured as God's own, so that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness to his wondrous light. And Paul agrees, telling the Jews in Acts 13, 47, quoting Isaiah 49, 6, For so has Adonai commanded us Jews, I have set you as a light for the Gentiles, for your being for salvation to the end of the earth. And he also says of the Jewish people in Romans eleven fifteen, for if their rejection of Yeshua is the reconciliation of the world to God, what will their reception of Yeshua be if not life out of the dead? So just as the priests of Israel were responsible for bringing the people of Israel near to God, now the entire nation of Israel, all Jewish people everywhere are meant to fulfill that priestly function to the world. As a kingdom of priests, a holy nation, and a distinctive treasured people, the Jewish people are responsible for bringing the salvation of Yeshua and life from the dead to every nation, tribe, and tongue. Every believer in Messiah, Jew or Gentile, is responsible for sharing the message of Yeshua's salvation wherever we go. But the scriptures say only of Israel, of Jews, that it's our national job. That collective covenantal responsibility didn't get converted to Christians. 
and I wasn't relieved of it when I became a believer in Yeshua. On the contrary, as a Jew, I still have to fulfill that covenantal obligation, and I can only do it through my faith in the Messiah, Yeshua. Believing that Yeshua is the Messiah is the fulfillment of biblical Jewish faith, not a replacement of it. As a follower of Messiah, I'm a fellow citizen in the household of God, along with my Gentile brothers and sisters in Yeshua. But as a Jew, I'm also still a member of the house of Israel, of God's distinctive people, and I'm covenantally bound to be true to both. But while I can stand with individual Christians and agree with the core beliefs of their faith, Christianity as a religion and institution is incompatible with being a Jew. In Christianity, the law is done away with. There's no honoring of the seventh day, no keeping of the feasts, no avoidance of unclean foods, and no understanding or application of the continuing role of Israel, the need to share Yeshua with Jewish people, or the uniqueness of Jewish believers regarding God's plan for the salvation of the world. In Christianity, the name, identity, and role of Israel has been appropriated by the church. Christians are considered spiritual Jews, and it teaches certain anti-Jewish, sometimes anti-Semitic theology that declares God's rejection of his special covenantal people. The problem isn't that Christianity doesn't teach or look like rabbinic Judaism. It's that in Christianity, I can't maintain my covenantal biblical Jewishness. And on one level, that's okay, because as believers in Yeshua, we are, after all, from every nation, tribe, and tongue, as God intended. But on the most fundamental level, despite any scriptural agreement or unity that I may have with individual believers, there's nothing in the institution of Christianity to encourage or support me in my God-given Jewish distinctions and obligations, which ironically supports Christians. On the contrary, Christianity discourages such distinctions and may even consider me maintaining my Jewishness as divisive. The only option this leaves me, then, is to assimilate into the Christian system and culture and become everything that my grandfather feared. This is why I don't identify as a Christian, because even though the name Christian biblically means Messiah follower, which I am, and even though it was originally used to describe Jewish believers in Yeshua, what the name Christian means today and how it expects me to be is something that I'm not. Both Jews and Christians insist that if I believe in Jesus, that I'm no longer a Jew. But everything in Scripture tells me otherwise. In fact, it cries out that I'm obligated to be both Messianic and Jewish, no matter what centuries of atrocities, complicated history, biblical misinterpretation, or false doctrine tries to assert. Because here's the reality of what I and every other Messianic Jew like me represents. Our very existence is a challenge to 2,000 years of Jewish and Christian belief. If a Jew who believes in Jesus is still a Jew, then 2,000 years of Judaism has been wrong. And if a Jew who believes in Jesus isn't a Christian, then 2,000 years of Christianity has been equally mistaken. The existence of Messianic Jews who maintain their Jewish distinction alongside their uncompromising faith in Yeshua 
forces Jews and Christians alike to confront their own unbiblical beliefs. And that's why there's so much resistance on either side of this issue. Because people don't like to be challenged in their beliefs. Because when you find that you're wrong on such a fundamental point, it makes you question what else you might be missing and how else you might be displeasing God. As a secular Jew, I wasn't taught the value of Jewishness. As a Christian, I gave up a Jewish treasure I didn't know I had. But as a Messianic Jew, I gained not just my treasure in Yeshua, but was deeply restored to my Jewishness in a way that only a Jewish Messiah follower can. Not only haven't I betrayed my people or my faith, not only am I still a Jew, but because of the Messiah Yeshua, I and my children walk in the fullness of that birthright and joyfully accept our obligation to that truth. So I'm not a Christian, but I believe in the Jewish Messiah. I'm not a Christian, but I'm one in Yeshua with all who follow him. I'm not a Christian because Christianity isn't Jewish. And I'm not a Christian because it means denying all of who God made me and in Yeshua, who he remade me to be. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Biblically Correct Podcast. If you like this episode and want to see us make more, then we need your help. Visit our website at biblicallycorrectpodcast.org to support the work of Perfect Word Ministries and MJMI with your much-needed donations. And of course, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell to receive notifications whenever a new episode is posted. If you have any questions about this teaching, or if there are any other topics you'd like to see me cover, leave me a comment, or shoot me an email at kevin at perfectword.org. That's kevin at perfectword.org. Until next time, remember that every scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for refuting, for setting a right, and for instruction that is in righteousness, so that the man of God may be fully equipped, having been completed for every good act. Shalom.